0: Hi, everyone. It's Natalie. Time for a life update. And before I dive in deep, I want to thank you. One year of this podcast, and I am blown away by the love and support. So many reviews, emails, new subscribers to my newsletter and my podcast. All I can say is, wow. I can't thank you enough. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast or the newsletter, I'm going to put a link in the show notes so that you can do so right now. And if you haven't left a review for the podcast, would you mind taking just two minutes to do this for me? It would mean so much because what happens is people listen and they see the reviews and when they do that, they know that there's something valuable here. And you can tell people what I talk about and why you like the show that helps me grow. So thank you for that. As many of you know, by now, if you've listened in the past, I love learning and I hope you do too. I believe that all of us were created to do hard things. It's one of my favorite things to say to my kids. And it's something that I tell myself when things get difficult. We were created to do hard things. We have to stay challenged. Leaving my stable job in the news business, it was a big leap for me. Creating my own business, this new business, podcast and website, that was a leap for me. But let me tell you, It was the greatest decision I ever made. Did I love my nearly 30 years as a TV anchor, reporter, producer? Most of it. I'm going to tell you a few things that I would like to see change in the news business in just a few minutes. And if you are a consumer of news, I think it's really important that you stick around to hear that. Are you looking for ways to stay energized, healthy, and help your family stay healthy? I've started taking supplements from Seeking Health, and it has changed the game for me. I no longer worry that my family is getting enough of the vitamins we need, and I know the quality of what we're taking is top-notch. I take an immunity support supplement, magnesium, and several others, including electrolytes to stay hydrated. So many people ask me about these supplements that I've made it really easy for you to find right on my website, natalietisdall.com slash favorites. Also bonus, I have a coupon code to help you save 10% on your order. You will find that coupon code on the website as well. Go to Natalie favorites, click on seeking health. I may earn a small commission if you purchase there, but that's just to help my small business grow the website and the podcast to keep this news and good interviews coming your way. Again, Natalie slash favorites and click on seeking health. But I will say As my time in the news business went on, I learned so much. I grew. I stretched, and I am where I am today as a mom, and I am where I am as a journalist because of that time that I spent in the business. So this podcast is a joy. It is such a light in my life each week. I'm talking to the best of the best in improving our health, our relationships, our parenting, and also our mindset. Just after starting the podcast, I was asked to teach journalism at my daughter's high school. Talk about full circle. Let me give you a little bit of background here. I've been a journalist for almost 30 years, but early in my career, I was on the education beat. I did education stories every day at one TV station in Texas. I won the Texas Education Association Reporter of the Year Award. It was called the Apple Award. And it was such an honor to me because it meant that my work as a reporter focusing on education meant something to other people. In addition to that, I started an elementary school about 15 years ago with the help of some other very courageous parents. And now, just as I'm starting my new business and this podcast, I'm asked to teach high schoolers. I have high schoolers. I get a lot of uh, high school issues in my household. And I'm thinking, teach high schoolers, what should I do? Honestly, it was a no-brainer for me. It was an answer to prayer. And those of you who have followed my career as a journalist know just how seriously I take the job. It's so important for me to see balance and ethics in journalism. In fact. I took one of those personality tests years ago, my top two motivators in this test that I took were morals, ethics, and helping other people. So teach high school. Okay. And it was just one class a day. Well, in addition, in that personality test, I'll add this, I was found to be an action taker. So teaching high school seemed like a very natural thing for me to do. What I was concerned about was having the patience to work with more than just the two high schoolers. Actually, I have a college daughter, a high school daughter, and a 12-year-old, so different levels. I just didn't know if I would have the patience to work with teenagers every single day and teenagers that I didn't know as well as my own teenagers. I left television to have, quote, more time in my life, but I just couldn't pass the opportunity up to teach tomorrow's leaders how to do this thing called news. right way. If we even call it news anymore, I'm not even sure. Storytelling, um, media. I've changed the name of our class. So here I am. I'm doing the podcast every week. I'm a mom. I travel a lot and I'm teaching high schoolers. I wanted to give you some of the things that I have learned in my first year of teaching. I have such an appreciation for teachers, being a mom and trying to help others. Here are the things that i wanted to tell you i've learned first of all kids teenagers in particular are resilient i talk a lot on this podcast about mental health about anxiety and depression and i know that those numbers are higher than they have ever been for our young people but what i have seen is that our kids have experienced a lot in the past few years but they have bounced back and they have the capability of bouncing back. We have to believe in them and continue to tell them that they can bounce back. Are they struggling like many of us? Yes, but I have seen an incredible amount of adaptation and resilience in these young people. I've said it before, and I will say it over and over again. There is no pain without purpose. And the pain that these kids have seen by not going to school and missing their proms and not having real graduations, they will find purpose in that later in their life. And we need to remind them of that. They will have stories to tell, and they will be stronger because of it. The hardships that they have faced have happened to so many of us in the past two years, but it absolutely will make them stronger. And you know what we need? We need a young generation of strong people. So continue to tell the young people in your life how proud you are of them for bouncing back from these challenges. What else have I learned? Teenagers love cameras and it is very natural for them to tell stories. Being a media teacher has helped me realize that We're not taking media away from them. We simply can't do that. It's incorporated into every level of their life, from their learning to their entertainment. So as that changes, we need to change with it. We need to teach them, especially those like those who are in my class, they're interested in video and editing and writing and storytelling. We need to teach them how to tell good stories, how to be ethical in how they tell those stories. But we also need to teach them how to consume media obviously for us and for them media is available 24/7 but that doesn't mean that we all need to be consuming media 24/7 it's dangerous to do so it's one of the reasons i left the news business i had too much of it and all of that negativity started to impact me and i know it does so many of you we need to teach kids how to turn it off when to turn it off and more importantly how to be discerning about what they consume how to question what they consume because the world of media has allowed anyone and everyone to join. Anyone can be a quote journalist. We need to know where information is coming from and we need to know the agenda of each person who is giving out information in this new form of media. Okay. So what else have I learned? Kids don't watch traditional TV. So my first day of class, I asked my students, who watches television news? (laughs) You could have heard a pin drop. No one in my classroom watched television news. I knew the number would be low, but to have none of them who watched television news, I was surprised. This is what I did for so many years. Their parents watched, but none of them watched I grew up in a generation, and maybe you relate to this, that watched the news to learn what was happening in the world. The 5 p.m. news, the 6 and 10 p.m. news. My parents always watched the news before going to bed, and I did too. It's where we learned what the weather would be for the next day so we could plan what we were going to wear for the next day. All we have to do now is ask Siri, or ask Alexa. My Alexa is right here. Oh, the light just went off. Alexa thinks I'm asking a question. All we have to do is ask Siri, Alexa, or even tap an app on our phone and we can find out anything. We can, obviously, the weather is right there too. We have adapted and our kids only know this digital way of doing things. On a lighter note, what else have I learned? Donuts can go a long way towards motivating kids. My first weeks in the classroom, I was certain that I was going to have a very structured classroom because of the newsroom environment that I was creating there. But it changed. So why do I bring up donuts with this? Because it's been a weekly occurrence in the class every Monday. And I think it symbolizes something even bigger. And that is the need for levity. Our kids need to know and teaching high school certainly has taught me to find levity Every day. I wore a crown to class earlier this week. Maybe you saw it on my Instagram page because it was Spirit Week, and I knew the kids would think it was funny. And it's not always easy for me to take that step back and just remind myself we need to have fun in everything that we're doing. And the kids need that too. They need to see it from us. So a little bit of levity and a few donuts. Did you know that kids have two buckets that need to be filled on a daily basis? What are those buckets? Well, there's the attention bucket and then the power bucket. If these buckets aren't filled in positive ways, your child will do whatever has to be done to get those buckets filled. And you know what that means? Often it's whining, Tantrums, fighting, because in their eyes, negative attention is better than no attention at all. So if you find yourself constantly yelling, nagging, maybe reminding, that's the one I face all the time, I have something for you and it's already helped thousands of parents. You can head to my website, natalietisdal.com slash favorites to get in on a free training from positive parenting solutions there. You're going to learn how to fill your child's buckets positively. Again, it's com slash favorites to get in on that free online class. I told you that I was going to talk a little bit about the state of the news today, earlier when, we, when I started the podcast. What's wrong with the news today? Well, there are several things, but I want first to note balance. It's simply not there. And people ask me all the time when they find out that I left the news business, how I feel about it. It's simply not there. Headlines are more salacious than ever. I read a headline the other day that was actually a quote from an angry parent, and there was no explanation. There was no name. It was just a headline in a major news organization. And the quote, it actually convicted someone who hasn't even been on trial. I saw another quote in a story online that was with someone who was far removed from the story. And this person referred to, quote, a bunch of other people are saying, and then gave their quote. It was third-hand knowledge. And who knows if it was even true, but that was a headline. One of the first things I learned as a journalist was not to quote anonymous sources, quote people who are willing to give their name because what they're saying is true. If we don't quote people, they could be giving out extremely harmful information and hurting someone else's reputation and not even having to stand behind it to not quote someone with a name is lazy and biased journalism. Another example I will give is telling stories by using another news agency as a source versus vetting the story and doing the research. This has become all too common, even at some of the biggest news agencies. It's not okay. And it's how bad information spreads. Part of this is competition. News organizations see a story on another platform and they think, oh no, we don't have that story. So they quote another organization and that's just not okay. Part of the problem also is the lack of funding in newsrooms and the lack of advertising that they're getting. And part of that is leading to smaller newsrooms, fewer people doing the work and more of those people having to do several jobs. They're overworked. So enough about that why am I teaching and why am I teaching journalism? Well, I want there to be a new generation of people who actually care about the truth and people who are willing to do that work. The public deserves that. All of you who consume any type of news on any platform, you deserve that. In the meantime, I'm going to keep doing interviews that inspire people. And yes, sometimes I do have to press for more information or for the truth, but I promise you, I will always do the research and I care so much about the people I interview and the people who are listening and how my work impacts them. I'm not afraid to do all of that and I will continue doing it. But where we grow, where we put our time, where we put all of our energy that's where I think we really need to think about the type of news that we consume. You're going to see some other interviews on my YouTube channel. You might see some others on my website, but here on this podcast, I'm going to continue to focus on family, health, and positive mindset. So remember, fill your mind with what you need to stay positive and to be your best self. Let me tell you, after anchoring a four-hour morning show, I had my fill of death and destruction daily, things that really didn't help me. They didn't serve me. And what I really started to realize in the final years of my career was that it wasn't serving the public in the way that I wanted it to, or it once did. And when I say my career, I mean my traditional television career, because now I have transitioned into this digital world, which again is been an incredible blessing for me. You can control what you feed your mind. That's the thing I want you to remember. Do so and teach your kids to do the same. Thanks for listening today. Um, I hope that you'll hit subscribe and share this podcast with others. And I will talk to you again next week. Thank you for joining the Natalie Tisdall podcast. You can follow along on Instagram and at natalietisdall.com. Subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave a review so I can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.